This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We listen to Lord, I Lift Your Name on High, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Consider the source. Hey. Consider the source. I love to beat everything. I need that noodle thing left. Consider the source. I'm a fan of my mom. Consider the source. Somebody stop me from sinning. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm Caroline. And we're here to stop you from sinning. You, the listener. Whatever you're doing, we're here to prevent it. Because we're we're your friends and we love you. The the parasocial relationship the is cross, real. He mm-hmm. was masking our sin <laughs> from God. God and honestly, what is more smoking than the resurrection? <laughs> We're here to have some good Christian fun. Good Christian fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, Christian music, movies, and entertainment of all kinds, of all sorts. Mm. Mostly music, probably, though, if we're being honest. It's a little easier. We're not going to lie to you. It's mostly music. It's it's MM. This is a different kind of (laughs) MM. It's mostly music. It's easier to digest. It's an easier ask of the guests than, hey. Remember when we were going to do books and then we're like, not only will our guests not read a book, you and I won't read a whole book ever. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think if we split up the chapters, I could read the first half of the chapters and you can read every other this, chapter yeah we read every other chapter and then we put our minds we together patch, as we do patch it all together mm-hmm. that'd be cool but listen we're not here to make fun of you no 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 we're not here to make you go to church you shouldn't be well i guess you uh, depending on where you are you could safely go to church depending now on your vaccination maybe. situation maybe your, you're in there the vaccination situation is dependent on your church attendance or vice versa uh but yeah hey, i've attended church during the pandemic one time uh wow yeah was it worth risking your your life and limb <laughs> no no not really <laughs> can you uh, what 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 church service would be re- really worth your life if it was a uh resurrection service where they literally resurrected carman and he came back <laughs> i'd be like i was there for that and i could have bread tall order. for the rest of my yeah. life I'm for the rest of his life. Um, but I did bring Dexter, my my little sweet dog Dexter, to church that time. And you know what? He did a pretty good job. He was not uh, a nuisance. He was sweet to people. He was sweet to the children. If he did any barking, it would have been barking at Satan. He did do a little bit of barking. And it was when everyone was like applauding and whooping. So I feel like he was... <laughs> that was he was just chiming in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Against the dark forces that oppress us. Oh, sweetie. Um, um, to our guest, Dexter is Kevin's son. <laughs> 
I said my dog. I said my sweet little dog. <laughs> Damn, okay. Who is a son? A I mean, catch. listen, we're we're here to talk about Lord. I lift your name on high. Caroline has alluded to our guests. I think maybe it's time to get her in the mix, friends and folks. Oh my God, you may know her from her podcasts, even the rich or in God we lust. Give it the hell up for Arisha Skidmore. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey. That was a hell of a welcome. Hey. Wow. Yeah, we wow. try to do it. We, we try yeah. to make you feel like you're in heaven by giving you a hell of a welcome. Mm, mm. By the way, Caroline, if we start a spin-off podcast where we like do narratives about sexual scandals in the Christian church, do you think we should call it In God We Bust? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Kevin, I'm so sorry. I have just one adjustment. Okay. In bod we bust. In bod we bust. Okay. Yeah. In hog we bust. Oh my God. Gracious. Sorry, Arisha. Wow. This is the show wow. you're on today. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm loving this. This is, I just can't believe I didn't think of that. This is a podcast. Oh, man. I mean, it's yeah. not too late. We'll give you that for free yeah. if you want to talk to Wondry. Yeah. And, and we we only need 25% royalty credit on, you know, revenue split yeah, or whatever the producer. deal is. Yeah. It's easy. I'll let them know. Totally. Yeah. Are you familiar yeah. with packaging? <laughs> Caroline and I are easily packaged uh, as far as rights go and, and revenue streams go. So it should be an easy sell. But hey, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. What a fun time. Yeah. I'm really excited i'm a little scared are people normally scared when they come out of this which part podcast? of the show i'd say actually a lot of people are scared yeah i think that's true <laughs> yeah it's not uncommon you know this is one of those meet cutes where we we did just speak for the first time right before recording and you mm-hmm. know sometimes yeah. that that gives uh the podcast a special fire when you get into it, where it's like, <laughs> it's like the high of meeting a new person you're going to get along with mm. at a party where it's like, oh, we have something in common. Oh we have gosh. something to talk oh. about. Well, because I, I listen to Arisha, your show so much, I kind of feel like weirdly like I brought my friend to the party, but mm. then I realized that my friend also doesn't know me. <laughs> <laughs> That's most of my friends. So I get it. <laughs> yes. Um. But don't be afraid, by the way. You'll be fine. And um, once you get on that bicycle of talking mm. about yourself, you, you won't want to get off, honestly. And it'll be very comfortable, we promise. <laughs> all right. All right. Just be gentle. You yeah. got first this. time. Yeah. As Jesus said, you know, himself one time famously, there is nothing to fear but Satan and demons, which are real. <laughs> Yes, and I remember that quote. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Man, that was one of the Beatitudes. That was my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to know about your history with religion and faith. You do a podcast called In God We Lust, yeah. which talks about people of religious backgrounds and in prominent positions of religious power in the country. Yeah. But but what is your own personal history with it? I, I used to call myself a closet Christian. Mm. And that was just because, I mean, I... I don't come from a like overly religious family, but I come from a family where we went to church every Sunday. Um, I know, I know like the Lord's prayer. I know I'm Episcopalian. I don't know if we're supposed to even Mm -hmm. share that, but I'm, so I call, I consider us like the most liberal version of Christianity. Um, Even though uh, my church, my parents' church now, I guess, like when we first moved to Maryland, so I'm originally from Chicago. When we first moved to Maryland, 
there was a scandal about whether or not we would bless gay marriages um at your church yeah at our church so like at the end of service we would have we would have birthday blessings for the week as well as anniversary blessings and we weren't do we weren't blessing um same-sex couples they marriage wasn't legal at the time um this was way i'm dating myself way back um and i i i mean i was kid then so i didn't really know what was going on but i come from very liberal parents thank goodness who don't give a can we say bad words on this podcast? We're just rip them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go they don't it. give a shit about you know who you are. Whoa, what you whoa, do. whoa, whoa! That's not oh, the bad word I okay, thought you were going to say. Gonna yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say. I thought you were like, going to get a say hoot, dookie, or crap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. man, I guess we could air this on FX on TV. Oh, wow, yeah. wow. Okay, well, <laughs> this is clearly going to be premium cable. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, so there was a big, there was a thing where the priests we had, it was a husband wife team. They, they didn't, they were like, we're going to bless whoever we don't care. But I, the church is in a conservative town and people left the church, left our church over that. Mm -hmm. They were like, that's it. I'm out. And that boggled my mind. I was like, really? (laughs) Yeah. So many other reasons to leave church. Um, (laughs) It is wild. The things that people will deprive themselves of on the basis of principle. And yeah. the sense of like, I mean, you can see that now in cultural boycotts of things that are mm-hmm. <laughs> necessities or widely used, yep. Uh, and yep. including your church in that instance. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I, I've gone to church basically my whole life. I was in youth group, used to go to camp every summer in North Carolina. It was called Canuga Camp Canuga. I bet that was camp fun. Canuga in North Carolina. Yeah. Now tell us. I the, loved it. Tell us the flavor of this camp. Yeah, like what what oh, the vibe gosh. was. Um, if there were horny undertones to this camp in particular. Is there a camp where there aren't? I mean, I feel like <laughs> I love I've heard of some that. camps that there aren't. I would imagine like a staff retreat that's not the case. <laughs> fair enough. Fair Actually, enough. it depends on the I feel like they the weren't staff. horny in name only, but like in mm. right. otherwise in five, they remained right. horny. <laughs> um, this camp, so we had summer camp and then there was a winter camp for the high schoolers called Winterlight. Mm. And I have always been very boy crazy so i loved camp because i was like this is my time to shine it's a smorgasbord yeah it truly is (laughs) they're all i mean you know you have all the activities and i feel like it wasn't it wasn't heavily centered around religion like we had services but then we also like i don't know we got to play and run around and it sounds so boring playing and running around doesn't seem very specific (laughs) Uh, but i loved it i had so much fun so for you, it sounded like it was a camp plus like church sometimes, whereas yes. I kept like most camps I went to was like church with camp squeezed in between like yep. on yep. some uh, sessions, you know. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. there a super serious yeah. night that would happen near the end of the week where it's like, guys, we've played enough like racquetball and now let's we're here to do some <laughs> business now. Let's zip yeah. line into heaven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like the where you just. I don't know. I don't remember what the word was for it, but it was basically like unburdening. Like, oh, mm. here are all the ways I've sinned. And like, it was just mm. a really kind of like a somber type tone to it. And then there was a dance. So it's like, <laughs> Wait, what? What's this now? There was a dance? Yourself. Yeah. And then there was like the end of the week dance. So it was like you oh cleanse yourself. And like, I remember one time we had to hear this girl and her brother's shared this traumatic story and their story was that their parents divorced and i remember thinking this is your trauma 
Like this happens to everybody, which I not to speak lightly. I just clearly had more trauma in my life and I didn't think that was a big deal. But the way yeah. they were talking, it seemed like I was expecting like somebody had died or I don't know, gone off to war and never come back. But wow. they were just like, yeah. And they were all like. As a kid, I thought they were in their 30s. And now I feel like that's offensive as somebody who's in her 30s now. So <laughs> I don't know how old they actually were, but I thought that they were really old. I know and I was what like, you mean. Yeah. You're so affected by this. I feel like like it's like you're not even like six. Like you're an adult. This can't. Oh, you. yes. This was not a fellow camper sharing this. This was only counselors. No, these were all counselors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which um, anyway. But then we got to dance and leave space for the Holy Spirit, which mm. some of us didn't do. <laughs> okay, okay. And we, Your Holy Spirit was skinny. And the boy yes. cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Holy Spirit was a skinny so bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Did those have like a big effect on like your feelings of spirituality or was it like, like you said, it was boy time and just for fun kind of thing? Yeah, <laughs> it was. I just, I had a really... I don't know. I was one of those people that desperately wanted to fit in. And I always looked different. I'm I'm biracial and we've always lived in predominantly white upper middle class communities. And so my peers, I just remember um, one of my friends, Katie Lockhart, who I just think is such a gem. She was at camp one year and I remember she had all of these like products in the bathroom and I was like this is who I want to be like I want to have all these products and I like have like curly thick hair and didn't know anything about what to do with my hair and so I just remember like it was just a way for me to like not feel so different from everybody else because it's like sure I didn't have all these products but I was like these are all my friends and we're gonna go eat together at the diner and very little Jesus factored into this Mm. um Mm. but I like to think it was like the nature side of like just like spirituality and like existing together and feeling connected in that way. That sounds like um, a nice time. Okay. It doesn't sound like your trauma was camp though. In that no, sense, thankfully. It wasn't. No. Um, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. So, so yeah, I, I went to camp and I did all of this stuff. Cause you know, your parents are like, wake up, go to church on Sundays with us. And I like tried to keep it going in college, but I never went to sh- church in college. Mm-hmm. Cause after Saturday night. Who's got time? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bars are closing at 2 a.m. I'm not going to roll over to the church. Yeah. Anyone who goes to church on a consistent basis in freshman year of college is a cop, technically. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right. Well, I would just like to back the boys in blue right now. Whoa, I did go to church oh very often as a freshman, and I didn't have a car, so I'd have to get a ride with someone. So I'd have oh to get up even gosh. earlier because everyone went to the 9 a.m. service for some reason, and I still don't yeah. know why. The I, 9 a.m. Yeah. service was often hotter, I think, is why. <laughs> it was I the place to be. Why. The yeah. hot people. I just never understood that. It was like, we're all not sleeping. So I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> like, I would try to go to the noon service and yeah. I would have no friends there. Like, it was just crickets. Yeah. It was terrible. Oh, man. Don't you wish yeah. I was there and we could have become pals even then at that time? I know. Mm. I know. You were there at the church all that time. I was, wasn't I? Well, oh, Pretty yes. Much, oh, yeah. okay. It was that yeah. church. Oh, yeah. Arish, just for background, Kevin and I met at, at the same church. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess we were both going there for probably like three or four years without knowing each before other. meeting each yeah that's true mm-hmm. oh man mm-hmm. yeah. wow so then it was a bigger church i'm assuming not 
Huge. My church, yeah, yeah. We know everyone. No, it was a small neighborhood church. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin was the pastor's son. I just didn't, a couple didn't thousand. care to notice. What was the size of your church <laughs> that, that you were going to? Um, it's pretty. Um, I feel like it's probably medium size. I mm-hmm. feel like ultimately there's maybe. I don't know, 400 families, but on an, any given Sunday, it's like, I don't know, 80 people, 100 people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cozy. That's like ideal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. 80 people? I agree. Yeah. As, yeah. As someone who's started going a little bit to an 80 person church, well, 81, 80 people and then plus one furry <laughs> plus little one dog. Yeah. Furry little guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that's a half member. Half member. <laughs> oh, no. There's a dog clause. He's one half of a member. Oh, so, no. so did church attendance, uh, it sounded like it might have tapered off a little bit in college. Mm, definitely. Yeah. And then where yeah. were you like in your head faith wise with what you thought about your world or just your general POV on God? Um, so it's shifted for a very long time. I believed everything they were telling me and it wasn't until, so my all time favorite service is Maundy Thursday. I just love a, a very yes. somber service. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one f- like the Thursday before Easter Sunday. Yeah. 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 Wasn't right a big before thing Good Friday. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's called, okay. it's called Mondi. Mondi. M-A-U-N-D-Y. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, it's my favorite service. I love it. It's what, what, Wait, why do you love it so much? Supposed What's to a Mondi service? Yeah, I want to know. Um, so it's the service um, where the feet washing, and this is not why I like it. I'm not mm-hmm. a weird no, whatever. Everyone likes what they like. She's not a I'm, glint close not, type. It's not on a Instagram. fetish thing. Yeah. It's just that you like being pampered. It's a spa experience. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it because um, there's a song we always sing, and it's called um, "Were You There When They Crucified My Lord?" And I just and oh, it's like yeah. sometimes I don't know if you've heard it. It's just it's Were a very um, that one. Yes, yep. and it yeah, just yeah, like in my that. soul, I feel it. And also mm. at the end of the service, they, they do the flipping of the altar to like all black for Good Friday. Mm. Black Friday. Mm. Good Friday. I always mix them up. Black Friday. Where people bum rush the chapel to get the best yes. deals on salvation. We got to put this altar in mourning for your dollars. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I just love it. I love this. Like we sing, but then at the very end, we all leave in silence. And also that means nobody's going to talk to my parents for a really long time. So I get to go home right after. Cause that's the other thing. Hey. Is my parents are always super yes. social. Yeah. Like, Caroline, do you remember this feeling? Silently. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you remember this feeling of when your parents were hobnobbing with other parents at the church and you just wanted to go home mm. and you're looking up at them. You're seven, maybe eight years old. You don't have a car. You're being held no. prisoner by your parents in this no. moment. I have no friends here, only enemies. <laughs> and I am just like roaming the church grounds, raiding, like probably playing in <laughs> like wood chips, <laughs> waiting for my parents to be done. What else do you have to play with? <laughs> but wood chips. <laughs> it's all I got going on. I'm starving. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. painful. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, so I don't even know how I got on that, but I don't. So I was believing everything. And then it was basically the Lent, like the season of Lent and particularly the the week between Palm Sunday and Easter. I just started to get suspicious about it because I don't like the the reading. And I, I was very active in church, so I was always a lector or, or um chalice or I was in choir like I did everything I was an acolyte um and so always very active and the readings for this time 
there was a lot of times, like, especially with the gospel readings where they would be like, and they said it was going to happen. And so it did happen. And I was like, you're setting yourself up. That's like me being like, I'm going to walk out to the kitchen today. I just walked out to the kitchen, told you. And it's like, well, I'm a prophet. Yeah. And I, I was always like, this seems very suspicious. Um, so I right I've, to be writing the history after it already yeah, happened and then said that was a yeah, prophecy. It feels yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm more I'm I'm skewed more spiritually at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't get me wrong. When I like hydroplane on the road, I very much believe in God. Jesus, take the wheel. Like help. <laughs> yes, but for the listener at home, it's only when Arisha hydroplanes. Any other yes. like life threatening situation, like a bumpy plane, yeah. or an earthquake, or if she finds herself in California. like it's not that she it's does just pray, but she just, just says stick to your principles. Stick to your principles. Yes. <laughs> she exactly. prays to nothing. Wonderful <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Yes. Yeah. So spiritual, what does that mean for you now? Um, that's a really good question. Um, because I don't really know what it means. I think it, uh, it's changing all the time. I, I like so. My dad still is very much involved in the church, and he's like on the path to becoming a deacon. And my mom isn't, but she is when it's convenient. Uh, which is, I guess, <laughs> kind of like me. Um, they sold their house at the end of last year, and it wasn't selling. And she went in. She like had like a figurine. I don't know if it was saint whatever saint it was and she's like this helps with selling saint houses vincent. and i was saint bernard saint vincent yeah saint Wait. elmo <laughs> damn it i was like oh that's it okay it, it could have been i mean it could have actually been saint yeah vincent. i would have bought it yeah. i have no idea um but she's like i'm gonna bury this in the backyard it'll help us sell the house and i was like well we're not catholic she's like no but we're desperate so it's like well okay that's the kind of religion that i will have where it's like when i really need it the first church of desperation i do it <laughs> Yeah, in case of That's emergency. like a perfect sitcom joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a... We're not Catholic, but we are desperate. Pretty like, tidy uh, exchange between you yeah. and your very oh, likable mom. <laughs> she's, uh, she keeps me on my toes. Oh, um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to believe... I don't believe that there's not anything there. I just don't know. My thing has been all the religions are the same. They're just in different languages. So that's kind of where I am, where it's like, we're believing the same thing. Some of us are getting lost in translation with how we're interpreting it. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. where I am. It makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and I think like for everybody, spirituality is kind of vague and changes from day to day or mood to mood. Yeah. But, yeah. but being, having something there when you need it really badly, you know, yeah. like I think there's yeah. something beautiful in that too. Like in a yeah. crisis. Yeah. A little yeah. box yeah. next to your bed that says in, in case of emergency, <laughs> yeah. praise God. Uh, praise God. <laughs> I feel like I I've seen God that pillow minds. before. You yeah. what? I feel like I've seen that pillow before. Oh, no. Wait, did I say something God. that's already on a pillow? Oh, no. It's <laughs> already been a Hobby Lobby for years. Am I going to search this on Etsy <laughs> and find like 12 different kind of like... 100%. Dumping oh, yeah. wall art graphics of that. I'm going to look that up actually while we're talking here. Oh, my Lord. Do you guys feel like you have friends like that in the way that Arisha's mm. describing a connection to like a higher power or what you might call God, a friend where it's like, I don't know if I <laughs> need this relationship in my life, but I certainly lean on it in certain mm. times. Oh, wow. Yeah, I definitely have friends like that. Caroline, I don't, don't say that... me. 
if that's what you're thinking. Like only when Wait. we're recording. Do <laughs> the I way you described that sounded bad, but I want to understand it. So maybe rephrase like the question. It sounded bad. Like I did a it bad job explaining. Like, do you have it? people that you just use when you need in your life? I mean, that's <laughs> how I interpreted you don't it. Like. It, it might be like, the yep. case, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like, because that's how we. It's and I know it's like hack. It's like like new evangelical hack to say it's a relationship. It's not religion, but there is analog <laughs> to the idea that like, of course, we're gonna filter whatever our relationship is with spiritual power through our experience mm. with like actual tangible relationship with other people. So maybe I'm not even saying, and I'm not saying name names and say like, yeah, Jessica's <laughs> kind of like that. I don't need her, but sometimes <laughs> I do. <laughs> I just, but I think that might be an interesting singular way in which God is not like a personal relationship, right? Because, because mm. mm. you are experiencing it in a way that doesn't map cleanly on to how you would treat a person. Which is why yeah. I kind of bristle Whoa. at that relational stuff, right? Because it's like, well, no, there's like a ceiling for how, uh, yes, how a, like a resonant that can be, yeah, right. Like any definition of Earth that we have of a relationship, like doesn't apply to a being that mm-hmm. you literally can't see or talk to at all, yeah. you know, or like have to just sort of divine that, right? Maybe it's like a landlord where it's like my water mm. coming out of my sink <laughs> is brown. Uh, can you uh-huh. maybe do something? Maybe he shows up. Maybe he yeah. does. Yeah. In the yeah. quick of but the we night. never we never reach out to the landlord when, you know, when things are going good. working fine. Is like thank you so much. Yeah. 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 I love this carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we awesome. never reach out to our landlord to say nice things about our apartment. We <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> hey, my fridge, it worked again today. Thank you. That's why landlord. they're charging us so high. Their feelings are hurt. <laughs> we don't recognize the effort. It's too damn high. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's on us. Well, Arisha, thanks so much for sharing your background and your story with yeah. us. Yeah, really lovely to hear. Hope that wasn't too scary. No. Yeah. No. Wh- which part? Yeah. There was go. there anything spooky? Is there anything you need to revise? Maybe, Maybe make another take. <laughs> take out. Uh, no. Thank God. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. Wow. Hey, hey, you're a Christian again. <laughs> hey! Okay. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. 
HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive into our topic. But before we get to that topic, singles ministry, which is, of course, the format in which we take one song, we talk about deconstructed, talk about our experiences with it. I want to talk about your podcast, In God We Lust. You Mm. are in the, as this episode comes out, uh, you are in the middle of a run of this mini series, and I want to I want to ask you how you got interested in this particularly provocative topic, talking about the Falwell dynasty and and how all that came about. Um. So actually, Wondery approached uh, us, Brooke, my uh, co-host, and myself, and um, they wanted to do a mini series because our our main show, Even the Rich was it's just it's it's doing great and um the min the idea of a mini series is that it very much is kind of happening in real time and um the format is a little bit different like so even the rich we you know we pick a family and we kind of dissect from a certain angle of that family um and this story um in god we lust is about the fallwells um and the angle we're taking is kind of uh the the scandal of the um, cuckolding that happened between Jerry Falwell Jr. <laughs> There's no getting around wife. it, folks. Nope, you gotta say it. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the technically, <laughs> journalistically, integrity yep. way. Yep. Uh, saying what occurred. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I learned recently, not through this podcast, or maybe somebody sent me something on Instagram, but that it's actually super common in this demographic of straight uh, Christian men to what? be interested in this and just very much and as it because it's something that's so and this is something that I've been told secondhand so it mm-hmm. could be completely mm-hmm. false mm-hmm. but uh-huh. the idea allegedly that, sources say allegedly <laughs> yes thank you I <laughs> should be saying that by now but just that it's something because it's so different from the life that they preach or are told to live um, but yeah, so we're exploring just how this is all unfolding, how all of this unfolded um, with Giancarlo Granda, who mm. is was called the pool boy. He hates that name. Um, but he was at one point brought in to have sex with Jerry Falwell Jr.'s wife, Becky, while Jerry watched. Um, and Jerry then- Falwell Jr., for any listeners that may not be aware, is mm. the you know, one, one of the evangelical leaders in yes, the country yeah. uh, of like yeah. p- particularly the religious right the son of Jerry Falwell senior yep. former president of Liberty University one of the most prominent mm-hmm. christian colleges in the nation yeah Did, he started um, it Falwell junior have like 
<laughs> some sort of seat or some sort of advisor role to Trump as well. Like I feel like they yeah. crossed paths at one point and I couldn't remember. Yes, they did. Um, Actually, it's funny. We're getting, I think it's, I don't know if it's next episode or the episode after, but um, there is a connection between Falwell and Trump um, to the point where uh, there was a lot of pushback on the campus when Falwell kind of brought, like Trump would come to the campus and do, I don't know, give speeches or whatever. Um, And some evangelicals were like, what the hell? What the heck? What (laughs) is this guy coming here for? He very much does not lead the life that we are preaching about and what we want to be living. Um, but yeah, so to Jerry which Falwell, I'm like, have you heard of Liberty University? <laughs> and no. like what they're this goes like? against nothing we <laughs> None stand of for. Our values. <laughs> <laughs> but what's so crazy is that I think the week our first episode dropped, Liberty University announced a lawsuit against the Falwells, mm. which is so crazy. Like yeah. that is so to the point where I'm the like, twist. yeah, what's going on here? This is the timing is just insane. Um, God thing oh, for your question podcast? mark, <laughs> 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 or is Wondery more powerful than we think as a network? <laughs> I mean, well, we officially we are now owned by Amazon, so oh. we're under the so the answer is yes. Bezos, so. Yeah, it all filters down. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, who's to say? I love the idea of Bezos just waking up and sending a quick email, like, "Hey, make sure." Um, even the rich is yep. pro fall. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we got it. This story, we're going to blow it wide open. Thank you, Daddy Bezos. It. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on it. Oh, my gosh. Did you know about the Falwells before you started researching them for the show? Only from headlines. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm i the kind of person that I'll be like, oh, yeah, I read this great article. But really, all I did was read the headline, which is terrible. <laughs> um, so I didn't know really anything about it. Oh, okay. I'm... I knew about Liberty University. So I'm currently in Maryland, which is just, as everyone knows, just above Virginia, mm-hmm. um, but not that close to Lynchburg. But I knew about like Liberty University and that it wasn't a school I would ever want to go to. <laughs> um, and I knew a little bit about uh, Senior, Jerry Falwell Senior. Um, but just as yeah. somebody, I mean. Number you know, one Teletubby starts... warrior uh, in chief. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy mm-hmm. uh yeah but i mean just somebody that it's like i would not vibe with at all him and the moral majority <laughs> and all that stuff so right but that's i didn't know anything really about this story mm-hmm. yeah. it's been quite a fun ride it's very shocking um yeah and, fun and just uh, satisfying on a lot of levels i'd say yes <laughs> yes I, the, yeah great maybe kind adjectives. of cathartic and yeah. Some semblance of uh, not justice, but chickens coming home to roost. I did yes, want to go back yes. to the point that you made about the particular demo of men into that particular mm-hmm. act and positive theory, which yeah. is that, you know, when it comes to Mother Mary and Joseph, Joseph might have been the ultimate cuck. Uh, in terms of mm, the yeah. birth of Christ. So maybe for Christian men, it's like, well, that that's what I know. <laughs> It's so the model, the kind of behavior. That's my model. <laughs> and it oh was God gosh. who who did the cucking of Joseph, technically. And yeah. I know that's graphic to say. So God's the pool boy in this. So God is the pool <laughs> who boy. Thought? So who are we to judge our pool boy now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was actually probably doing the most Christ-like thing. <laughs> 
this is this is the beginnings of a cult where we worship pool boys and pool yeah. workers across the country. And cuckolding in general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's we, a sex cult, but just like a little bit different. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 sometimes it's tough with progressive values where it's like, I think... Am I am I pro cuck? Hold it. I, like, I don't know. I need someone to DM me and be mad it's about just it. Do what they want. One but... the other. <laughs> oh my god, man, that theory is interesting. I I feel like my other theory would mm. be that for people like Jerry Falwell, also who are like obvious hypocrites, he's obviously mm-hmm. watching a lot of porn probably before he even mm-hmm. ever got with his sweet Becky. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there's just something for me there of like watching is better than do yeah. it, <laughs> doing yeah. it yourself Yeah, that, yeah. that I imagine a little bit and like all that private right. secret sexy yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. My thing is like, I just, I get, I relish so much when people who tell other people how to live and don't it's one thing to tell somebody how to live and be living that way yourself so problematic don't like just mind your own business Mm -hmm. but to tell somebody how to live be doing basically the exact opposite that the joy i get from watching that somebody fall from that is definitely not what god would want but i'm sorry i, it I enjoy like it yeah no yeah. it's amazing but it's yes. yeah i i think that's why it particularly like um i know it's different in terms of the actual literal crimes but like the cosby stuff where he's mm. going around and and espousing a particular worldview of family values and yeah young black yeah. men need to pull their pants up and yeah respectability yeah. politics exactly yeah and it turns out oh the the worst guy yep. <laughs> Like, yep. like, like not even person. like his pants sag. It's like, oh, he's like a serial assaulter uh, yeah. person. Yeah, so, yeah, so brazen. Mm-hmm. I just, that's the thing that I I'm amazed by as well. Is like, like you said, to espouse so hard a like difficult boundary for everyone and to be yeah. so cosmically fucking yeah. it up in your life. Like yeah. no one will ever find out. It's just it's amazing to me. Yeah. I well, know. I mean, and like. One of the things we like came like we sh- talked about on the podcast is how, at least at one point at Liberty University, like they had a very strict like dress code, and then <laughs> Becky's walking around violating the dress code, and I'm like, first of all, and of course it's about what women are wearing, which is problematic in and of itself, but it's like, how dare you? Like let them dress however they want to dress. Who cares? Why are we so? It's like let stop being so focused on how other other people are living their lives. Let them live it, and you focus on how you're going to live your life, and then we'll all be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, that sounds great, Arisha, but that's actually not biblical. So, um, <laughs> Kevin, we're just going to have to go ahead and scrap that from the record. Caroline, I'm going down the list of like super fervent beliefs we've espoused on this podcast, and if we, if we were ever found out to be hypocrites. What the equivalent would be, like, like if someone probably be me, like, don't follow me on Twitter for like two weeks, (laughs) or if someone finds out I've never seen a Muppet movie, yeah, (laughs) it's like what the I feel betrayed. You actually don't bake any things you make. That okay, all store but that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the podcast is In God We Lust. It's a terrific, it's mm-hmm. a very breezy, very fun, and often funny listen, and people should check it out. Yeah. It's uh, well-researched yeah. and concise, so it's the opposite of good Christian fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for something in the ballpark, but... Uh, a little no, tighter. A little better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, as, as was aforementioned, it is, of course, time for Singles Ministry. It's Singles Ministry. 
Singles ministry. We take one song. We talk about mm-hmm. it, deconstruct it, talk about our memories associated with it. And beyond the... So, yeah, oopsie. <laughs> Maybe the soundboard yeah, yeah. went a little too long. <laughs> beyond the song that we're talking about today, Arisha, I, I wanted to ask you generally about your exposure to Christian pop culture, your relationship with it. Because sometimes people are raised in the church, and that's kind of their whole media diet, is their parents mm-hmm. only let them listen to the Christian movies or the video mm. series, or what have mm. you. What was it like for you in your family growing up? I guess we definitely watched Christian... I mean, it wasn't exclusively Christian stuff. Like, we watched uh, Veggie Tales. Do you guys remember that? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, you're looking at the number one Larry fan right here, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Caroline's oh been late God. to many of our recording sessions because she's busy editing together fan cams of Larry. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh the cucumber oh my gosh um and you you said larry boy heard of him caroline was getting <laughs> hot and horny for <laughs> yeah actually i did my batteries died you know it was oh whoa you had to leave the room to... <laughs> we did just say that people. caroline had to cool herself down at the very mention <laughs> well the other <laughs> thing that is worth mentioning is that La- the voice of larry is it phil naraki is that his name uh, I believe it is. Wait, it's Mike Naraki and Phil Vischer. Phil is oh, you're Bob. right, Mike Mike Naraki. Yeah. Wow, and he's a bit of a snack. He's a bit of a snack bar. Is he? Yeah, yeah. And his daughter okay. is on TikTok and is posting videos of him doing the Larry voice. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you can tell he's TikTok? like soaking it up. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's enjoying his moment. Caroline, just it's nice. just it's a shot of Caroline's phone in her hand just slipping out. <laughs> absolutely covered in sweat he's on my lock screen <laughs> yeah not larry the dad oh my god so you watch dad. you watch veggie tales uh, with music stuff what did you listen to christian music recreationally at all or was it just the stuff that you encountered at church um it was primarily stuff i encountered in church uh they would sell cds at canuga and mm-hmm. i always bought one you know just to kind of keep the camp memory alive for a couple more weeks (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and play that but i yeah so it was mostly yeah just at church although so we didn't have a church that had like a praise band i feel like there's like church like organ type church music versus Mm -hmm. praise band type church music and um so they my church tried very hard to kind of marry the two and kind of the same people that were like you can't bless gay marriages were also like (laughs) We're not gonna have a drum in here with music, so um, we love our dusty old. What's gayer than rhythm? (laughs) (laughs) We're straight. We don't like drums. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh. So yes, so uh, Lord, I live tragically missed out on a lot of CCM. Oh my God! Well, thankfully, Mm. there's a whole back catalog of a certain podcast that (laughs) Arif. Risha can listen to to kind of get yeah. her lay of the land as far as contemporary yeah. Christian music goes. And yeah. it's called Dirty Rotten Church Kids. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do a better job. Um, the song is Lord, I Lift Your Name on High. It's a song mm-hmm. written in 1981 by a guy named Rick Founds. We're going to come back to Rick a little bit later, but let's just take a little listen to, you know, we truly only need 20 seconds of this song and we'll you hear get it. it. Once, yeah, heard it all. <laughs> The song is as old as I am. Lord, I lift your name on high. It's 42. Lord, I love to sing your praises. 
And if you can believe it, it kind of repeats over and over again from there. <laughs> That's the song. You know what was so funny is I was listening to that like while I was putting on my makeup and I was like, oh, I'll have to look up the lyrics later. But then I was like, wait, is there even a verse? Wait, is this a, what is it? Is there a chorus? Wait, what is the song? That's it, baby. I don't even know anymore. That's the whole kit. Yep. And I was like, oh, I bet there's a fun bridge that I forgot about. Nope. So <laughs> it's a song written by Rick Found. I'm sure a lot of listeners have heard it before. Um, it's a bit of a standard. Rick found himself, he was talking about the process of writing it. He said one day he was reading an article about hydraulics and the different states that water can mm. exist in. And that was the direct inspiration for the <laughs> wow. song. Because he's like, it wow. can be a gas and then it can rain. And then it can, like it was just going through... <laughs> So, you know what is crazy is I was reading an issue of Popular Mechanic, mm -hmm. and I thought, we should do a podcast called Good Christian Fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I was reading a magazine called Nice Weekly, and I was like, hmm, Ellen, interesting. <laughs> he got a big idea. So, and then he, crazy. yeah, so that was the primary inspiration of it. He talks, there's an interview you can find on YouTube. He talks about writing it in his very cold office in, mm. in his home. And he was like, I just wanted to warm my fingers up. And I started reading scripture. And that's the whole gospel in the song right there. Uh, wow. <laughs> he seems like a, I don't know. He seems kind of like a charming man. And when I say seem- A little bit of a, a himbo energy is what I'm getting off of this man. <laughs> well, Caroline, I want to shake up your binary and how you might be thinking about him. Because if you're asking okay. the question- does he still make music? The answer is yes. Um, and if you're asking yourself the question, does he have a YouTube channel? The answer is yes. And if you're <laughs> asking yourself, does he have a YouTube channel in which he has a regular series in which he sings with a parrot? The answer is yes. <gasps> oh my gosh. This is episode 29 that we're watching. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, wow. So that's Rick. Um, he, wow. Uh, <clears throat> you told me exactly what it was going to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I couldn't believe what I saw. He's also written songs like I Love Your Grace, Jesus, Mighty God, I Need You, Jesus, Draw Me Close, very much part of the Maranatha core. Lord, I Lift Your Name on High is one of the most popular Christian songs, literally, mm. of all time. I think wow. they- uh, Is it most popular among cockatiels or parakeets? You know, parakeets <laughs> do very gravitate positive. towards it because it's more of their register. Uh, Macaws hate and it. it's like bass key. <laughs> <laughs> yes, CCLI reported it's the fifth most most popular printed, projected, or recorded song. That was a you know a couple of decades wow. ago that they did that. But yes, I don't believe like you know Oceans has overtaken it since then. But yes, it had That's a crazy. heyday of singing on the wow. charts. Yeah, did you sing this at church, Kevin? Oh, of course, yes. And I remember singing. I don't remember singing it in an adult context though. I remember singing it. 
in either a youth group or like in a child's uh i almost said ceremony but like in a in a children context like whether like (laughs) wait what the hell (laughs) as a go uh woody impression yeah uh but like yeah vbs or something like that that's how i remember yeah i i was thinking the same thing i was like i only can think of myself singing this and loving it as a kid Mm -hmm. um i think primarily because the hand motions probably but uh and probably because my yeah. dumb mind could handle two things, <laughs> which is what this song is. Yeah, for the listeners at home, and it is such a shame it's not a video podcast, but we all did the motions, which were out of sync with each other. Uh, I feel like most people would know some version of the motions. I remember doing them from memory and from heart with my friend Katie a couple years back when I visited her in New York, and it's just, it's in there. It's just one of those things that's in there, made forever. Mm. For you, Arisha, what was your context for the for the song? Um every basically every church related thing that wasn't actually a church service this like ties to so like camp i mm-hmm, used to mm-hmm. i was in this yes. program i don't know if you guys have heard of it curcio i don't um, think so no it's like depending on who you ask it's either a cult or it's just this religious thing um which i don't know i don't know which one it falls is somewhere it like in the a middle. program or is it like a yeah parachurch? They, it's yeah it's i think it actually originated in the catholic like Catholicism, it's like a part of. Because I had an ex-boyfriend who like mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh my god, somebody knows what this is." Um, but it's like a four-day retreat that you go on, and you there's like witness talks, but there's just a lot of like praise music. So this song was Got the it. one time that I did do it with adults because there were adults at this camp. Um, and then like by bi- uh, vacation Bible school, Sunday school, I sang it with the kids a lot, but always kids. And it's- did you see that movie? Um, yes, God, yes. No. I think that, that she might be at that program that you're talking about or something similar to it. Oh, yes, Ooh, Oscar, I should yes, look that up. Movie with Natalia Dwyer that came out last year. Okay. Written and directed by Karen Maine, who has listened to the show once, I think. Hi, Karen. <laughs> oh. There you go. <laughs> yes, but yes, a children's context. That was my context for it, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is it an earworm? Is that is the reason that we all can remember it so well because of the talent of the composer or through sheer repetition like could have been any it could have been the worst song of all time but we just heard it so many times Mm. that we know it or is it like oh this is actually something where it's sticky in the way that needs there's a begin there's an arc you go on a journey you go from the cross to the grave and listen i again when i say we know the motions we just imagine a sea of children reenacting in a kind of dancey bouncy way a horrific death in the form of a crucifixion <laughs> from the cross <laughs> to the dude, grave. I feel like we actually like did a coffin pose like for the grave, which is so insane if you think about it. It would be like, like okay, Whoa, and again, and maybe goth. this is hack to say, but people do try to draw these modern day analogs and parallels, but it would be like enacting a lethal injection and just imagining yeah. children like yeah just being like eh, doing a syringe motion or something oh my god it's horrifying but we did it oh dear and this song to me like the the lyrics and even just the general message mm. um and i know this because i've done this feels very much like written the night before a project is due yes but you yeah. know, sometimes that's the best way. Yeah, uh, Dolly Parton <laughs> wrote of genius. Jolene and I Will Always Love You in oh, the same night, song. Caroline, before a project was due. So, yeah, But know. not all of us are a genius like her. No. no <laughs> not all of us true. are smart. That might be no. the case. Oh, I was like gracious. Caroline where I 
like we had the song and I listened to it and I was like, there's more, right? It's not just (laughs) these same four lines over and over again. (laughs) And I was like, holy shit, it is just (laughs) these lines over and over again. And I was certain that there was more and I had just forgotten it. Well, and maybe that's a genius composition move too. It leaves you hanging. And it's like, no. don't worry, we're coming back. Lord, I lived your name. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, I was wanting, and now I want no more. Yeah, and and, and, and repetition going. isn't always wrong, and I think that's part of also why worship songs work. Is like it is yeah. kind of a chanting situation. Yeah. yeah. That can sometimes be meditative and feel like it transports you or it really forces you to think on the meaning of what you're saying Mm -hmm. like a lot more than if Mm -hmm. you just sang Mm -hmm. it once. But unfortunately, I'm digging through meaning here and I'm just I'm coming up barehanded if I was a prospector. (laughs) You know, I'd be I'd be going I'd head back to the East Coast and I'd sign up for my dad's business. I would say I didn't make it. (laughs) I know. I think you 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 point out uh, a, a salient point, which is that, yes, we're of music like you have to consider whatever the song is in the context i was written for the intention of it so when you say something is like earwormy or kind of like almost overly catchy or repetitive or simplistic in melody you have to consider the context of its intended audience and then kind of measure it in that respect like he's not trying i don't know I don't, who would be the greatest co- it's not lana del rey trying to you know paint a picture <laughs> of like a it's not perfect musician lana del rey she's our greatest songwriter i think truly just a wild one to pick from the bunch okay you you pick one you pull one out of your little butt <laughs> it's not a real cop friendly episode of gc <laughs> Oh, Caroline, um, it might get a little more cop friendly as we go on oh no. <laughs> to another <laughs> Crap, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I guess Taylor Swift or something like that. You sure. Know, but, sure, yeah. And Pop Princess, mm. absolutely, yes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, for its intended purpose, maybe it's good for what it's for. But the other measure of how good a song is, is how well it translates into different musical contexts. Now, we've done this informally on the show before and talked about different covers of a song that we're talking about. But we're now formally going to start a segment called Cover Me, Cover me. <laughs> in which we talk about the different covers of whatever the single is that we're talking about on the show. See, how did they interpret it? What are the merits of that? What are the merits of people's different lenses that they bring to the song? So this obviously being literally one of the most uh, famous, most popular praise and worship songs of the last couple of decades, there are infinite amount of covers Mm. available um, in various different styles. I did just want to pay tribute to one of our fallen heroes of GCF and of the CCM lore. This is a cover by our favorite Italian boss, Carmen. Vegas's own. Makeup his own? Vegas's own oh, <laughs> songbird. I thought you said make a calzone. <laughs> this is a song you can make a calzone to. <laughs> I'm imagining him making it a calzone in his kitchen while he sings. <laughs> came to save us you came from heaven to earth you know and that especially in the context of carmen's career is so funny how straight across the yeah. plate like a very classic because he loves to add some some um seasoning i guess let's yeah say, let's say he, he puts a little paprika on the salami if you know <laughs> he what puts i'm a saying little oregano oh on there you know oh <laughs> 
<laughs> so you know there there's that by Carmen. There's there's just manifold covers um, on Spotify you can find. Oh. There's there's one by a band it's a West called West Side Story version. <laughs> well, not quite. Yeah. This one is by a band and artist named Christafari, and it is a a reggae version of the song. Feeling that. And it kind of slaps, right? The yeah, yeah, the rhythm change is so good. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty uh, mm. pleasing to the. Senses, I feel like I that that figured out what this song is, which is for chilling by the pool. You know, I need <laughs> a cocktail. Like, yeah, relaxing. It's yeah, for the Jimmy Buffett types out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's for yeah. Margaritaville. <laughs> In Margaritaville, our pledge of allegiance is to Lord. Our, our, that's our <laughs> national <laughs> anthem. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know there was a, there was a trend I noticed in some of the more modern praise and worship bands where it started to veer more into the kind of Coldplay YouTube aesthetic we mm. see now in the music where they would try to get a little jazzy with the chords and the musicality of it. They would add chords that weren't there. This is a, a cover by Sonic Flood. Hear that chord right there? It's like, yeah, that yeah. was interesting. <laughs> and then Lincoln Brewster does one. Caroline, we talked about him with our friend Jeremy Olson last year. Yeah, let's get to that. I'm so glad you came to save us. <laughs> this Ooh, this is us. the most disgusting one so far. To show. To All right. I mean, let's know. That it sounds like it belongs in a late 90s rom-com teen rom-com. Oh, movie. yeah. <laughs> Hillary Duff was the dumb, ugly girl at her school. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm pretty? <laughs> right. You have to pick someone, Dylan. Sorry. <laughs> I got into that movie. <laughs> I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I went pretty far into the rabbit hole, gang. Wow. <laughs> is this instrumental? Yeah, this is like, if you want to praise God real quick, but you're also on an elevator. <laughs> well, this is karaoke night at Margaritaville where we yeah. lift your hands. That's right. <laughs> That's where you get to That's sing right. along. There's quite a few acapella covers of this song. Lord, I lift your name. Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. Not bad. I feel like, why does it feel like Kanye would sample that, you know? <laughs> like on his next Yeah, song. he totally would. Right? Yeah. Hey, Jesus is King 2 coming out soon. Lord, I left your name on high. Lead single. <laughs> Um, what I, well, in this way, it's great. It lends itself to almost every musical style so sure. easily because it's a simple. And Caroline, I do want to end on this cover uh, from this crop, which I think will be the most salient of all for us. <laughs> oh, no. And this is kind of a group effort. It's going to be Rosie O'Donnell. I believe that's Archibald ex- Asparagus. Uh-huh. And that's Bob. Bob. <laughs> mm. I'm so 
And Larry does do a rapping verse at some point in the song. <laughs> oh no. Alright, that's enough of that. Oh boy. <laughs> the whole group singing together, uh, there's something I, I, it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. You came from um <laughs> anytime oh the veggie tails sing it's so funny like to just think of them with no hands but try but like mentally lifting up their hands to praise christ <laughs> yeah how do you signify that a veggie is is penitent a worshipful worship yeah it has a worshipful energy prayer is easy is in an act of confession that? as they come before the throne <laughs> um you know this is gonna be a hard transition gang but um mm. there's a cover on YouTube, usually I kind of like browse and <laughs> find some some low view count uh, covers on YouTube. Uh, oh. One of which was oh gosh, there's a few puppet. There's a few Whoa, a puppet. lot of puppets. I found one where it's just puppet and drums. Can you give us a beat? Yes. <gasps> And Caroline, I think this should be our new theme song. <laughs> the puppet is really stealing the show. This has 10 views. Oh, Kelly Holder. Keep oh, shouts out. Yeah, let's let's be nice. The comments are turned off, but, you know. <laughs> Listen. Don't give it a thumbs it down. Out. Oh, man. This is a low-viewed wish- video of Lord, I Lift Your Name yeah. on High. We're going to go in the exact polar opposite direction now. And go with a very highly viewed video. <gasps> oh my god! Oh which god. is Marine singing "Lord, I Lift Your Name on High." This has two million one hundred fifty thousand views. Here we go. And and they're doing all the motions. Not the hand motions. Okay, so that's... Oh, please tell me those straps don't have guns on the back. That, that's our troops. Oh, my God. <laughs> those are the boys defending our land. And in a way, I don't know, with all the Christian nationalism that we all grew up with to some degree or another, it's hard not to look at all those gentlemen in green and see your own face sometimes as you were a soldier in the Lord's <laughs> army. Now, that, that video yeah. is very popular on YouTube. It has literally millions of views. But here's what I found in my research, and this this is actually interesting. Oh, wow. There was Kevin an, went to the Library of Congress for yeah, this one. Here I, we yeah, go. I, I did, you know, I got a national treasure on this one. Um, <laughs> there was, in fact, a version of this song commissioned for the U.S. Army. Wait. A military-themed song. And I I actually found a, a, a demo of it. Okay. And oh uh, it's actually, they changed the title. It's not Lord, I Lift Your Name on High. It's something called War, I Lift Your Name on High. Kevin. Which kind of no confused me when I saw it. But I, maybe Wait. we can listen to it and, and, and see how we, how we feel about it. Here we go. War, I Lift Your Name on High. <laughs> Oh, I love to kill civilians. <gasps> oh my god. 
I'm so glad to end a life. I'm so glad to murder children. Oh my God. We drop our missiles in the sky from fighter planes. We're the greatest nation, yeah. The USA put some people in their graves. For our freedom they must die. Or I lift your name on high. So to me, when wow. I heard that, I thought it was in poor taste. <laughs> I thought, you know God. what? There's too much. We too for too long. We've like put together American values and values of the church and Christianity, and it, it felt wrong to me uh, right. for for mm. the army to use Christian music in that way. It, it felt not good. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I, I mean, you could be upset about that. I and the other thing I'm upset about is you know taxpayer dollars went to that. You said that was commissioned mm. for yeah. the army. Yeah, and yeah, um, it was. And it was produced by Rick Rubin. <laughs> there was Rubin. a defense contract <laughs> yeah. for that song. It took forever. It took yeah. forever. It cost. It actually cost one trillion dollars. Um, but I believe you that. can't put a price on safety. Oh, and here's the thing. I don't know if you know this, but six voices singing in unison is actually pretty hard to track uh, in the old <laughs> yeah. Pro Tools session. So it took a long time. There were a lot of late right. nights. A lot of producers just, on yeah. that. A lot of not my tempo. Um but yeah. yeah, that's crazy. But who who not who knew how um, influential this song would really be around the world? Yeah, you know, I guess it's a testament to its power, fortunate or unfortunate. You could say so. this this song has put a military base on nearly every country in the globe. <laughs> wow. And that's fair. Unreal stuff. Oh mm, man, it's accurate. Wow. <sighs> well, Kevin, way to deep dive on that. I'm proud of you. I, I didn't yeah, that on my yeah. research. I mean, it took a lot Thank of you. it took a lot of research that I finished right before we got on to record, <laughs> like minutes before. It's just me not and my unlike going, Dolly Parton herself <laughs> on a deadline. Yeah. But, not unlike who was the writer of this song? Who's the writer of this song? Oh, Rick like Found. Rick Found. Right under the wire. Yeah, <laughs> but we did it, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Wait, he's based in Fallbrook, California. Yeah, which is like. Only maybe 15 minutes from where I grew up. Oh. Not a lot of people are from Fallbrook. It's oh, yeah. You got to talk town. to him about... Wait, where, where's your dumpy little desert you Oceanside. grew up in? Oceanside. Hey, you know what? Shut up. Was it Simi Valley? <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's coming strong from the man from Texas, Kevin. <laughs> Texas is great in parts. Dumpy little desert. <laughs> what? Texas is not a desert, mostly. Uh, I'm actually not sure about that. <laughs> How I grew up. Uh, like yeah, Texas. that's Riverside County, though. Oh, Riverside County. That's where mm. nothing happens. Oh, gracious, <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I hope the U.S. military doesn't commission even more Christian songs and change them to be about the horrors of war. I really hope they don't. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that'd gosh. be unfortunate. It'd be sad if like there was a whole album of such songs that lasted like 30 seconds. I personally think that the U.S. government shouldn't spend a lot of time on that. But what if the U.S. government has so many good ideas of things that would like fit in the cadence of military? I think the U.S. Language? government needs to maybe not touch such radioactive material. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we here at GCF support the troops no matter what they do. All right. <laughs> Anything else we want to say about this song before we rate it? Before we rate the song and give it. A um, I have toast. a question. Yes, please. So for all those songs you found mm -hmm. like the ones where people were doing covers how long were those covers were they just covering the same 
Because I'm like, that's got to be the easiest song to do a cover of. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, they're anything. they're basically around the same length. They range okay. from three to five minutes. Oh, well, so the Sonic Flood one, six and a half minutes. But yeah, and sometimes, wow. oftentimes like gospel musicians go a little long on it because they can. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind yeah. of the whole deal with that genre. But yeah, nothing, nothing to, okay. they, they don't give it the short shift. Short so shrift. So it's not a one minute song. No. <laughs> No, like a jingle, even though it, it technically is. <laughs> jingle. Uh, Kevin, it's short shit. Okay, they don't give it the short shift. Short shit. <laughs> ah, I said it wrong. No, you gotta close. Ah. <laughs> All right, let's get let's uh, let's rate this thing. So the way this works, Arisha, is that we give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And okay. a thumbs up is a holy toast. And holy toast means we send it to heaven and we oh, say wow. to this song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Holy roast is a thumbs down. That's when we send it uh, to the other place, and we say no, 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 no. <laughs> and we'll start as per usual with Caroline. Um, it's truly hard to like figure out what I feel or think about this song. Um, in some ways, it is a beautiful song, I guess, and in some ways, it haunts me. You know, mm. so I think this is a perfect nominee for me as a space betweener. I, I really don't know, and until no, I decide, okay, so it's that wasn't stay there. an option given in the rating <laughs> part. So for the singles ministry, we do try to keep it to a binary of like heaven or hell. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's that's the law of the land. Um, I I, I must acquiesce. I don't want to be a criminal, so I'm gonna say uh, oh, a holy. A holy roast, I think. A roast, okay. Yeah. Bye yeah. bye. Farewell to this song. Arisha, how do you wow. vote? Um, you know, I, I thought about it and I'm just gonna go with how it makes me feel mm. like when I remembered the song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, ignoring how easy of a song it is, and I'm gonna send it up to heaven. Wow. Wow. Oh man. Yeah. So for you, yeah. you can go back to those times yeah. and remember the positive yeah. qualities about it, the things that are not associated yeah. with negative things and, and be able to yeah. value it for what it was. Yeah. That's wonderful. Uh, not usually the case on this show. Right here. I <laughs> know, I know. I'm a bit of a, who's a famous tiebreaker? Uh, I'm a bit of a Florida right now, I suppose. George? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because I see it. I see the merits and the detriments of it. Um, I do consider the source, but I also do consider Mm. the (laughs) intended purpose. And for the intended purpose of this song, I don't think you can do better than what it's trying Mm. to do. You're trying to get a positive message across. There's concise storytelling. It's the whole thing. Heaven to earth, earth to the cross, cross to the grave, grave to the sky. You go through it all, and there's an economy of language. Uh, It's Flannery (laughs) O'Connor-esque. Economy of language. And how Found uses his storytelling acumen. (laughs) Dr. Seuss also has an economy of language in a way. Uh, Dr. Seuss has a lot of things, okay? (laughs) Spreads language around. Um... So, man, I'm going to align with our guest, Arisha, and send it all the way to freaking heaven. That's where it's going. Heaven bound. Yeah. 
Oh, man. You really, you strong on me, Arisha. Like, (laughs) for listeners at home, like, I know she sounds fun and friendly and gentle, but she was giving me some daggers over the Zoom call. That was, it was, I I knew I had to vote a certain way, and I wasn't. She yeah. held up a piece of notebook paper and it just had Kevin's address on it. Yeah. Just like, mm-hmm. how did she even find and it? And a very detailed <laughs> yeah. illustration of Dexter <laughs> yeah. injured. Who is so cute, I by the way. You. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of my boy. I say, you say he's so cute and I say thank you as if I had anything to do with it. I know. <laughs> You're <all>. welcome. <laughs> I mean, I keep him clean. I keep him clean. He's a clean Kevin boy. Kevin's trying his best. I'm yeah. doing my best. Uh, you know what? You can go to at Christian Fun Pod yourself and give the song a roast or a toast. So get out there and... Pokemon, go to the polls. We did it. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Oh, Kamala. Come on, good Christian fun. I want to know about Kamala's upbringing with religion mm, and me whatnot. Too. That'd be fun. Talk yeah, to, get her on here. Talk to her about... You know, I mean, I don't think she knows the Lord I Lift Your Name on high dance, but according to a lot of other videos on YouTube, she knows a lot of dances, and she dances a lot. <laughs> She's got to add to her repertoire. Do you think she feels pressure to dance more, given that the president probably can't dance as much? You know what I mean? Mm. Where it's like, she's dancing for two, in a way. She's dancing for two. In terms of, like, physical yeah. activity. I get the same, I get a very Ellen dancing vibe from her, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> just like mm, dancing but without joy oh no <laughs> oh <laughs> a requisite dance yes <laughs> oh boy well arisha you can hear that music right now we're dimming the lights here we're lighting yeah. the candles we're taking this to a more worshipful space mm-hmm. and we're it's not Monday thursday if you will yeah every... i would say Monday oh. thursday <laughs> Monday thursday <laughs> every day of Monday thursday as joel Osteen once said uh <laughs> He wrote a bro- book called Every Day of Friday, which is still my favorite book title ever. Mm. Every Day of Friday. Every- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he kind of was... That guy really embodied DJ- TGIF. Yeah. He's, he's a big proponent of TGIF culture. Uh, Emphasis on the G. Uh, and we're not here to promote ourselves or to plug our projects. We're here to lift them up to the Lord as a humble and mm. loving sacrifice mm. by saying what they are and saying our social media handles and where people can follow us. So we start as per usual with Caroline. Mm, every day is a Friday when mm. you go visit at Caroline's Farts okay. on, on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, or sometimes TikTok hey. even. Um, so check that out. And my lift up, you've heard me lift it up before. I'm going to lift it up again. It's the podcast, Even the Rich. I love it so much. I listen to I never miss an episode. I think actually some of my favorite are your interviews. And I want to hear, I want to talk to you about Lainey Gossip later. Um, but just... A wonderful show. It, it really was a balm through some hard days in this past year, oh, and it's just so fun. Nice. And I'm better educated for it. So, what else do you need? Yeah. Wow. Man, heck of a plug. Heck of a lift yeah. up. Thank you. What if I did all that and then we never invited Brooke on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we love it. They're both equally great. I love half the show. Rescinded. <laughs> All right, we turn it no, to... No, we're definitely going to have Brooke on. Arisha. Yes, we'd love to. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I love it. Arisha, what what do you have to lift up uh, in terms of your um, social media handles? Yeah, I'm on um, Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. at Arisha Skid Dubs. Um, and that's it, social media-wise. Okay. Then, nice. Um, and then lifting up, right? Is this what I'm doing Lifting now? up. Lifting you got to lift again. it up. 
That's right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lift up uh, even the rich, which new episodes drop Tuesdays, um, and also in God We Lust, which also drop Tuesdays. And in God We Bust, which for me drops every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's the last great thing that you listened to or that you watched yourself that you consumed and thought was so excellent? Oh my gosh, this is such a hard question. The Oscars. (laughs) Um, It's like a movie. uh, uh, Can I say a text message from a friend? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Is that a ridiculous thing? Oh my God, of course. Um, Yeah, my friend just texted me um, just something really nice. And it was just out of the blue. And it was, I don't know. I love getting messages from friends that are Mm. unexpected. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Hey, text your friend out of the blue out there. Are you speaking to a listener or are you talking to me? (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to have a little Fred Rogers moment. (laughs) Yeah, you know how Fred Rogers would, he famously would turn to the camera and say, hey, you, (laughs) text a friend, I guess. Yeah, 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 you the viewer. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Just, you know, random acts of kindness, but but, uh, demand. Uh Uh (laughs) Just hit you with it. And starting a special with, hey. (laughs) I can't imagine Mr. Rogers starting a sentence with, hey. Hey. Or like, look. Like, look. It's been a hard year. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, are we doing a show or are we not? (laughs) Uh, You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. You know what? Oftentimes people need music for background purposes. They're writing something, they're working on schoolwork, they're doing emails, or even just walking around or reading something. I'm gonna suggest for background music for you folks out there, the score to Minari. An Emil Hirsch, uh, I almost said Emil Hirsch, it's not Emil Hirsch. It's Emil <laughs> Mosseri, not Emil Hirsch. And it's one of my favorite scores I've heard in the last couple of years. Very beautiful, very elegant, and will help you tune in to what you're doing. It's emotional enough that you'll feel like it's important what you're doing, but not so busy that it'll distract you from the task at hand. So I highly wow. recommend and lift that up. I thought you were going to say something, That's Caroline. Amazing. It looked oh. like you had one locked and loaded in the chamber. Another Fred Rogers <laughs> no, interruption. You saw hey! my head. There's nothing locked, nothing loaded. <laughs> you can lift us empty. up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash good Christian fun for more good Christian fun. And you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We donate a dollar to charity for every review you leave. And this month's charity, once again, is Red Canary Song. Arisha, thank you so much for joining us on the show, friend. Thanks, Arisha. Thanks for your time. What thank a you fun for having. Oh, Very and there's fun. nothing left to say Dream except true. for, and all of Pot's people said, amen. amen, amen. A blessing to us all. Uh, friends, what, what cover, what version of Lord I Lift Your Name on High should we go out on? There was a Caribbean version I didn't play. Should I play that as we close the episode? Yeah, that yeah. sounds perfect. Okay, like let's that. go to the Caribbean. This is fresh. At this point, the song is unrecognizable. I know. <laughs> yeah. What's coming? There it is. 
Caroline just did a, a kombucha meme on the Zoom call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sip, sip, sip. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>